0: The call, the call you hope to never get, but you know is a possibility when you love someone who struggles with addiction. I got that call on September 21st, 2019. I was working on my recovery at a woman's AA retreat in the valley, and my phone rang, and it rang again, and it was my brother-in-law. I knew in my gut that this wasn't a call I wanted to take. I answered the phone and he said, Sasha, where are you? You need to come home now. I knew my husband Christopher had left this earth just like the air left my lungs. I said, give him CPR, give him Narcan. He's going to be okay. He's going to be okay. He could barely get the words out of his mouth. And he said, Sasha, he's gone. You need to come home right now. The next thing I remember is laying on the grass in my front yard and I saw the police lights in the coroner's van in my driveway. I knew my husband was in that van and he was never gonna come home and my life had forever changed. I heard the police officers behind me talking about how healthy he looked, how he was in such great shape, how they had such a beautiful home One of the officers said that his brother struggled with addiction and this is his worst nightmare. The officers were correct, we had a beautiful house. We had all the toys, we had the boat, the RV, the English Bulldog, and the dreams to start a family soon. But let me tell you something about addiction. It doesn't care about your dreams. It doesn't care about what you have, how much money you make, who you know, who you don't know. Let me take you back to where our love story started. I met Christopher about 10 years ago in Maui. We both struggled with addiction, and we were one of those hot mess kind of couples. My nickname was Slasha. That should kind of sum that up. You can, take, you can thank AA later for not having Slasha ruining any of your nice evenings out in Anchorage. No one wakes up as a kid in the morning and says, I want to be an addict. It starts off as fun, and then it's not fun anymore, and then you can't stop. Christopher and I did stop. We got sober together. And we knew if we could get sober together, we could do anything together. Christopher spent a lot of his younger years in Alaska and his parents had a very successful real estate business. Now that we were sober and employable, he wanted to go back to Alaska and work for his parents' real estate team. So we got married and Mr. and Mrs. Walden started our new life in Alaska. Things were going great. I got into nursing school, and Christopher was the top selling team, producing team member at Keller Williams in 2018. And then all that changed on September 21st, 2019. The last time I spoke in front of this many people was when I was giving his eulogy at the church. There was hundreds of people there. There was not one seat left open. He had over 6,000 views on his service that we streamed on Facebook. I had no idea how many lives he touched we continue to hear stories about what things Christopher did for people in the community and his clients. I had an elderly lady come up to me and tell me that Christopher was showing her houses, and he had her pull over at a gas station. Her tires were flat, and then he realized her headlights were out, and he changed those headlights. She told me her husband did those things for her, but he was very ill, and she... He hadn't looked at our car in a long time. I also heard stories about Christopher buying Christmas gifts for kids who needed them. Those are just a couple stories of the life he lived and the heart he had. We knew we needed to do something to carry his legacy on. So we started a little movement called the Pay It Forward card. It had a picture of Christopher's face on it, a little bit about a story. And you just do a kind act for somebody and give them the card and pay it forward. We wanted to just share his love and continue his legacy. Then we just were amazed by how the community showed up for us. I had men come to my house I didn't even know and come and clean out my gutters and winterize my house. My family and myself had food left on our porch for over two months. I was in the third semester of nursing school and I had no idea how I was gonna get through it, but I knew I wanted to finish school for him and myself because that's where our goals. I had a friend that I had only known for a year in nursing school who would walk me into clinicals with a sack lunch, come back in 12 hours, and have me sleep at her house so I wouldn't miss class. And I graduated with that cohort. We just were, we had so much love and gratitude from the way the community showed up and we knew we needed to do something bigger. We needed to help anybody we could and prevent anybody else from going through what our family went through. Christopher's family and some close friends and myself, we started the Christopher Walden House of Hope. It is a treatment center for those suffering with addiction. We knew we had to do something big, just like the community showed up big for us. A lot of people fall in that gap where they don't make, they make too much for Medicaid, but not enough to continue into long term treatment. So we wanna fill that gap with the Christopher Walden House of Hope. It's open to anybody. Something that I learned through this is that we can't do anything alone, and that includes addiction. I never once got mad at Christopher or God for the situation, but instead, I thanked Christopher for bringing me to Alaska, to bring me to a place where this community shows up. I truly understand what Alaska Strong means. Thank you.